This is Nigeria Daily. My name is Lilian Ogazi. According to Aristotle, man is by nature a political animal. Hence, politics comes natural to him. In Nigeria, politics is often considered by many people as a dirty game. No one in politics is clean. There is a certain stereotype about the type of people that should participate in politics and religious leaders, according to this view, do not fall into that category. Why is that? Do Nigerians actually think religious leaders should not participate in politics? I went into the streets of Abuja and I put these questions to some Nigerians and this is what they had to say. Yes, they can contest because they have the right. They are all Nigerians and uh, the law gives them the opportunity to contest. It's not all pastors that they are better, but you can meet some of them that can do better, better than the politician. Yeah, politics is a dirty game, but uh, one, one problem is that uh, if we continue saying that politics is a dirty game, this country will never be set. If they're honest enough, of course, yeah. Because they should know enough to know that they cannot um, do something bad or terrible. So they have to do things because of the masses. So yeah, they should. Actually, for me, for my own opinion, I don't, I don't think so. No, no, no. It's not, it's not good for them. Because as they call themselves pastor or religious leader, it does where God choose them. So they have to be there. For people that run in uh, political offices, we should be the one to bring them. So for religious people, no, they cannot run the office. Of course, because they are seen as people who know the truth and they walk by it. So the kind of people we expect to be that know the, the truth and walk towards it, that's it. It's being seen as a dirty game doesn't mean it has to be a dirty game. So they can make a difference. The truth is politics is a dirty game. And uh, I'm a Christian and the Bible tells us in Psalms chapter 1, it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Because if a Christian should go into politics, there's always a temptation to compromise his or her faith. But if the, if the, if the, if the, if the person believes that he or she can withstand the pressure, then fine. But the truth is, it is difficult. Mm, I don't think so. I don't know. I think it's, it's unethical. You need to be, I don't know how to put it, I think brutal or not too soft and most religious people they tend to mix religion and serious business there's sometimes you need to do things that might not seem right or moral but in the religion sense it might be beneficial in the long run those are some nigerians on the streets there speaking to me is there any part of the law that prohibits religious leaders from participating in politics what does the constitution say i put this question to a constitutional lawyer. My name is uh, Buhari Yusuf. I'm a legal practitioner. Under section uh, 40 of the constitution, which gives every Nigerian citizen the right uh, to freely assemble, to uh, associate with any Nigerian for the purposes of advancing their political uh, you know, cause. Well, from this section, you might easily adduce the fact that uh, there is no any inhibition as to a right to politically participate under the Nigerian constitution. And I think this section is further uh, assisted by some of the provisions of the constitution as to the qualification. Section 131 of the constitution stipulate as to who qualifies to contest as a Nigerian president or for the purposes of the office of the president. And there is no exclusion as to either profession that is legitimately earned as a cleric or as a mullah or as a pastor or as a reverend. The, this provision uh, give us A, B, C, and D as the qualifying items. One, he must be a Nigerian citizen by birth. He has to attend the age of 35. 
He must be a member of a political party and is sponsored by a political party. Now, if you look at it, there is no any uh, inhibition by way of reason of either professional membership or religious uh, membership or any membership that is not criminalized by our jurisprudence. That was Barrister Buhari Yusuf, a legal practitioner. Well, there you have it. According to Barrister Yusuf, there is no discrimination against profession in politics. You are listening to Nigeria Daily, coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to these and other episodes of our podcast on Sprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. We will be going on break to stay. You're welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to or download our podcast on Sprout, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen to our podcast on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. In this episode, we're talking about why some people in the society see religious leaders as too holy to partake in politics. Before we went on break, we spoke to a lawyer who enlightened us on where the law stands on this. And we also spoke to some Nigerians on why they think religious leaders should stay away from politics. The notion that politics is a dirty game, I would love to believe has to an extent held so many people back from participating in Nigerian politics as they should. Despite that, however, we still find a few of them coming out once in a while, some even becoming vice presidents, ministers, governors. Why is that? I spoke to a Muslim scholar and a Christian cleric, and this is what they have to say. My name is Hassan Hussein the chief imam of Muslim community, Massacres on 5, Juma Max. My answer here is yes, because politics is a system of ruling people. You give people the opportunity to choose their leaders who represent them in controlling the affairs of a country or a nation. When you say religious leaders, spiritual leaders shouldn't participate in that, and you leave that for people that are bad, for people that have no conscience of God, what do you think will happen? And the Prophet ﷺ of Islam told us that scholars are inheritance of prophets. Any religious leader you see has inherited the prophethood because his work is to lead people, is to correct people, is to tell them about the hereafter, is to tell them about how to live in this world comfortable and the hereafter. And you said they should stay away from the affairs of this world. They should be only on the religious aspect. I should ask you one question. Ruling people controlling the affairs of people. Are you taking God out of that? Are you taking God from controlling the affairs of people? You only need the religious leaders when problems, calamities, tribulation has come, then you go to them to beg God for solution. But if they are on top of the leadership, what do you think will happen? Today in Nigeria, we see politics as a system of government that belongs to only some people without God. So my, my people, we have to understand that God Almighty is everywhere. 
And uh, example is Professor Yemi Sibanjo, who is the vice president, is a spiritual leader. Example is Professor Isa Alifantami, is also a spiritual leader. I want you to understand that the religious leaders, the Reverend Father, the pastors, the imams and malams, should participate fully in political system. My name is Venerable Dr. Justice Okoronkwa. I'm a leader with the Anglican Diocese of Jobs. The answer is yes. Politics is a part of life. God created the world and put us here to live with each other. And as we do, there is need for organization, there is need for leadership, there is need for management within competing interests. For you to be able to do that, there will be need for leadership, deliberate leadership. And that is politics. And when you look at that, is God really interested in whether we vote or not, or whether we are involved in the system that brings about leadership or not? Yes, he is. He has given us the ability, he has given us the understanding of our situation, and has given us the grace to be involved. We should be involved in politics on the things that affect the safety of the community, welfare of the community. When people are gathering to talk about the welfare of the community and we Christians pass as if it doesn't concern us, that is being hypocritical because we are supposed to be involved. If you say what they are doing is wrong, then get there and let them know how it is supposed to be. At least let your voice be heard. So it is not wrong for Christian leaders to be involved in politics. However, it depends on the nature of that involvement. There there is a way a Christian leader could be involved in politics that becomes so partisan and then at that point you would say that the person has sold his objectivity as a referee. So if a Christian leader gets involved in politics in that way as a watchdog of the society, as a referee, then it's okay. Edmund Burke said that all it takes for evil to thrive is for good men to do nothing. So when you look at the situation that we have, we allowed it to be the way it is. Because we can also bring in that change. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5 verse 16, it says that we are the light of the world. So if we're the light of the world, let's go in with that light. Those are some clerics sharing their thoughts. But what exactly are the pros and cons of religious leaders participating in politics? Let's listen to a public affairs analyst. My name is Gideon Ojo. I'm a public affairs analyst. Yes, I, I, I believe that your religious leadership is not does not completely immune you from uh, political leadership. Political leadership can come in different ways. You don't necessarily have to stand for election. You can be a member of a political party and try to influence things positively within the party. We have had in the past some reverend gentlemen or sheikh who have been voted as governor. I recall the we have Reverend Moses Adasu in Benue State and Reverend Jolly Yane in Taraba State. Uh, right now we have Professor Yemi Oshibadu who is also a senior pastor in the Redeemed Christian Church of God. What I'm saying is, in essence is that there is nothing wrong in religious leadership also uh, taking up or vying for political office because then they can become the role model and shining examples to their followers. They will have high moral body to perform. You just mentioned two advantages, the fact that they'll be leaders by example and perform a high moral. But are there any disadvantage to letting religious leaders get into politics? Because here in Nigeria, politics has been seen as a dirty game. Well, the disadvantage they could possibly face is the challenge of not performing because of the environment in which they will find themselves. That's Nigerian political scene? Yes, Nigerian political environment. Okay. You know, it's, a tree does not make a forest. You as a 
as a religious leader who have found yourself in politics or in leadership position, may want to do the right thing. But your lieutenants, people who are around you, may think otherwise. They might even commit atrocities in your name. And that becomes something that will be linked to you because the leader gets to take the blame and the credit. And that's when it becomes a moral burden because you are now faced with being the, a lone ranger. Second is that if you are a religious leader, and uh, to even win election in Nigeria becomes a challenge for you because unless you are ready to play by the rules out of the books, and by the rule out of the books here means to do the non-conventional thing or the unprofessional things like vote buying, like engaging in election violence. If you are not ready to do that, you are not likely going to win election. Because if you are sermonizing about doing the right thing, your opponents who are ready to do the wrong thing to acquire power will always outwit you. If they say, oh, he's a reverend gentleman, he wants to become a governor and he's busy sermonizing on TV, on radio, in advance to say he wants to do the right thing. He will have a serious contender in his opponents who are ready to deploy the professional misconduct in order to uh, to get to power. Okay, so what you're saying now is it is possible, but slightly impossible in the Nigerian political space due to... It is possible in Nigerian political space. Okay. But it depends on what what position are you even going in for. If you want to be the president, there is no way you will not compromise. Okay. But you may not need to compromise if you are going for councillor okay. or chairman of the council. Okay. Because you are dealing with a small constituency. So uh, if you want to be a councillor, it becomes more easier for you. But if you want to go for presidency... You want to go to Senate, you want to be a governor, it might be a very huge challenge if you don't want to compromise. That was Jide Oju, a public affairs analyst. Although religious leaders from time immemorial have had an impact on politics and the political decisions taken by citizens, don't you think it's about time for them to start taking over the affairs of the country? God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossprout.com or even listen on Nas FM 89.9 in Yola and Unity FM 93.3 in Joss. You can also listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us on 0913-893-3390. If you have questions or comments, let us know via social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.